Welcome to the Hair for Kids. Sit back and relax as we experience life with the Rebbe in 770, stories of Hasidim, and see how the Rebbe continues to find a way to connect to us and help every Yid. Der Herr for Kids is dedicated by Rabbi Yitzchok and Chaya Prus in honor of the Rebbe's Mifzah to unite Jewish people of all ages through the letters of the Sefer Torah HaKloli, which can be purchased at unityletter.com. Additionally, Jewish children under Bar and Bas Mitzvah are encouraged to join in the exclusive children's Sefer Torah at kidstorah.org. This episode has been graciously sponsored by Pini and Seri Altois in honor of their children, Bassi and Mendel Raxon, Lani and Mendel Magalnik, Meni, Lieber, Shmuli and Maya. The story of Yudshva Tavshin Yudalach. Yudshvat Tovshin Yudalov, 1951, was the date when the Rebbe officially and formally was Makabal the Nasius, accepted the leadership of being Rebbe. On that day, the Rebbe announced the specialty of our generation, Deir Hashvili and explained our special mission to bring Moshiach now. As the holy day of Yudshvat approaches, schools and Chadorim around the world are preparing for it by learning the Maimar Vasilegani, hearing stories of the Rebbe, and learning about our generation's special mission to bring Moshiach. In this episode, we will listen in to different classrooms as the teachers are preparing their students for this very special day. Now let's go live to a fifth grade yeshiva classroom. Good morning, Tommy Nim. Good morning, Rabbi. Please sit down. Tommy Nim? Yes, Rabbi. Yudshvat is just around the corner. I want to share with you the story of Yudshvat Tovshin Yudalov, 1951. With a raise of hands, who can tell us what happened on that date? Uh, let's see. Mayor, go ahead. On Yudshvat, Tafshin Yudalif, the Rebbe was Mikabul the Nisiyas. He accepted the leadership of being Rebbe. Great job, Mayor. You answered that so clearly. Let me make sure everyone heard. It is the day the Rebbe formally became the Rebbe. And it's also the time that the Rebbe announced the special mission of our generation, Deir Hashvi, to bring Mashiach now. Yes, Mendel, what is your question? Mm, 
Can you explain to me what the word formally means? I keep on hearing that word. I'm not sure exactly how to understand it. Sure, that's a very important question. Let me back up a bit. Talmidim, who can tell me when the Friedrich Rebbe was the Stalag passed away? Mendel, I see you raised your hand. Go ahead. The Friedrich Rebbe Stalkus was on Yud Shvat, Yud, 1950. Correct. Wait, I never thought about that. That was an entire year before the Rebbe became Rebbe. So what happened during that entire year? Mayor, I'm so glad you asked that. I'd love to explain. My dear Talmidim, even though the events of the actual Kabbalah Sanasius accepting of the leadership happened a year after the Friedrich Rebbe's Istalkus, the actual Nasius becoming a Nasi of Klaus Yisroel is continuous, and there can never be a moment without a Rebbe, Chas v'sholem. A world always needs a Rebbe. And so that's why we use the word formally and officially, which means on Yud Shvat Tov Shin Yud Aleph, it happened in an open and revealed way. So you mean that really we count the start of the Rebbe's Nasius from the moment of the Friedrich Rebbe's Nistalkos, but there was just a delay in the actual acceptance of the Nasius. Exactly, Chaim. We see this by the Rebbe Rashab too. Even though his acceptance of the Nasius only happened 11 years after the Rebbe Marash passed away, the Rebbe explains that the Nasius really started right after the Istalkus. With that important introduction in mind, we can now begin with the actual story. Rebbe? Yes, Mayor? My Zadie told me the whole story of Yud Shvat, Tavshin Yud Aleph. He was lucky enough to be there in 770 at the time. Wow, what a schuss! How special is that? Mm, you know what, Mayor? What, Rebbe? I have an idea. Tell me. Yes? Should I invite Mayor Zadie Rebzalman to come tomorrow to our class and share his experience with us? Yes, yes! yes. In fact, I'll call him up right now. Maybe he's available. Hello? Who is this? Hello? I'm the Rebbe of your Amical Mayor. Yes? Uh, um, I certainly didn't know that I was on a contact list for him. Is everything okay with him? Yes, Baruch Hashem. Sorry about this surprise call. Well, uh, what's going on? Well, Reb Zalman, Yudshvat is just around the corner, and your Anical Mayor, a wonderful Talmud of mine, told me that you personally were there when the Rebbe accepted the Nasius on Yudshvat Tovshin Yudalaf. Yeah, indeed I was. Sir Absalman, I was wondering if you have any time now to come over to our classroom and share that story with us. Of course I can. I'll be right over. Wow, thank you. See you soon. It's my pleasure. See you soon! About a half hour later... Great! It's Mayor's grandfather. Reb Zalman, please come inside. Don't need him. Stand up. 
Zidi, thank you for coming to share your experiences of this special moment with my class. This is my greatest pleasure to be sharing with you that important moment that shaped our generation and our Avaida. Oh, Rabzalmum, what do you have here with you in the bag? Does a Zadie go anywhere without some of Bobby's freshly baked cookies? <laughs> Yummy! Bobby's famous cookies. Mayor, please hand out these cookies to your classmates to eat while I tell the story. Kendallach, don't forget to make a bracha. Okay, Mayor. Pass the cookies out. Here, Baruch. Here, Mendel. Here, Shmoli. As I see my Enochomel doing the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael. Ah! Here, Shalom Bear. Reb Zalman, where are you going to begin? I'll go back in time to when I was a young bocher standing outside 770 at night. As Yudshvat Tovshi Yudalov 1951 was just beginning. The Rebbe Kuptonbald! The Rebbe is soon coming! Wow, I see a large crowd of Anash Chabad men and Bochelin waiting for the Rebbe to arrive at 770. Many important groups of people have arrived from across the United States and Canada for this special day. After the Rebbe arrived at 770, an announcement was made. The Rebbe has requested that the Minyan of Bacharim, together with some married younger light, should now study the Mimer Bosilagani of Tovshinyut inside the Friedike Rebbe's room throughout the next 24 hours of the Friedike Rebbe's Yurtzeit. The Rebbe Davmeirev at the Omud. The next morning, the Rebbe once again led the davening in the Friedeke Rebbe's room. Let's go back to that Shachris Tefillah. Right before the Rebbe began Shachris, I remember clearly how he glanced at the Friedeke Rebbe's holy chair. The Rebbe was very emotional. The Rebbe davened in a soft voice, and during the davening he cried many, many times. Excuse me, Rizalman. Huh? What? It seems that Mendy over there has a question for you. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Mendy. Rizalman, being there in 770, please share with us how you understood what was going on and your feelings at the time that the Rebbe was doing all this. Ah, I remember it like yesterday. It was such a powerful feeling. It showed us what a skashros between a Rebbe and a Chosid should look like. The Rebbe was the greatest Chosid of the Friedrich Rebbe, and so by watching how the Rebbe was acting, taught us about the deep connection he had with his Rebbe. It was not easy to watch. The Rebbe's pain and longing was so clear and real. Reb 
Zalman, thank you for sharing that. Now back to the story. Ah, yes. Uh, where was I, huh? Oh, yes. Let's go back to Yudzvat Dovshin Yudal of 1951, where I stood in 770. You know, I've noticed that throughout Lael, the eve of Yudzvat, and during the daytime, the Rebbe has been wearing his silk capota like he does on Shabbos and Yom Tov. This means that today is a very special day. And then, after Shacharis came an announcement. Attention, Chassidim! Everyone should write a poem and give it to the Rebbe. The Rebbe will bring it to the ale of the Friedeke Rebbe. Before the Rebbe left for the ale, Rav Meir Ashkenazi, together with a group of elderly Hasidim, walked towards the Rebbe's room. Hasidim, are you ready to go into the Rebbe's room? Yeah! Avada! Okay, let's go. This is the Xavis Gashus on behalf of all Anas from across the globe. Rebbe, Mirbetten, we are pleading to you, please accept the Nesius in order to speed up Mashiach's arrival. I see a number of hands are raised. Zevi, you can go first. What is a Ksaviskashras? Yes, and my question too. That was my question as well. Okay, so let me explain. It is a letter that is announcing the Hasidim's acceptance of the Rebbe to be our Rebbe and that we are giving ourselves over to him to listen and follow what the Rebbe says. I think I understand. Besides for the Rebbe accepting upon himself to be the Rebbe, the Hasidim had to do something to show their acceptance and willingness to do their part? Exactly! And this is what the Xavis Kashra said, that we, everyone who signed it and had a part in it, are willing and want the Rebbe to be our Rebbe. With that all clear, let's hear what the Rebbe answered Rabbi Meir Ashkenazi and the others. The Rebbe responded by saying, Yes, but Hasidim, you must see to help me out. The pun which was written on behalf of everyone that was going to soon be brought to the ale was read out loud in the 770 upstairs zone. Let's go back to that time. Chastillus. to read the pounds that we are soon taking to the Friedeke Rebbe's ale. It reads, Anash everywhere in the world are asking the Friedeke Rebbe to arouse the Rebbe's willingness 
to agree to accept the Messiahs completely and openly, and that everything should be with Hatzlocha. At 12 o'clock in the afternoon, about 10 buses arrived at 770, and by 1 o'clock, everyone had left for the Friedeke Rebbe's oil. Now let's go back in time, as Hasidim stood at the oil to read that special poem. Look, the Rebbe is coming to join us here at the aisle, as the palm to the Friedrich Rebbe will be read. <coughs> Rebbe, Anash everywhere in the world are asking the Friedrich Rebbe to arouse the Rebbe's willingness to agree to be Mekabel, to accept the Nesius, and that everything should be with Here is the palm. Uncle, the palm was just handed to the Rebbe and he put it into his pocket. Chaim, look! The Rebbe just removed the palm from his pocket and is reading it. This is truly an unbelievable sight. The Rebbe has been crying for quite a while. As you just heard, it was really a sight to see. The Rebbe spent a long time at the oil and returned a short while before Shkir. For Mincha, the Rebbe once again led the davening in the Friedrich Rebbe's room, and after Meir was davened, there was an announcement. Chassidim, the huge Schwarzfabrinken will begin at 8 o'clock tonight. Zalman, how was the Fabringen set up? Like, did the Rebbe sit up on a high table, like in the later years? No, no. The large shul, which later on hosted all the Rebbe's Fabringens, was not yet purchased. This first Fabringen actually happened in a room called the Small Zal. It's on the ground floor of 770, and it was the main base medrash in those days. The pushing in 770 was extremely intense. And there was an enormous crowd. I'd say around 800 didn't came here. Wow! So how did 800 people fit into the small zone? They didn't. Some people went to a second nearby room called the Cheder Sheni. And many people listened to the Fabringen from the speakers in the courtyard outside. So how is the room set up? Ah, I can just picture it now. The tables were set up like a shin, and the Rebbe's holy seat was placed at the head table along the southern wall of the Zal. For the first time, the Rebbe's table had been raised on a small platform. Okay, class, that's it for now. Rebbe, we want to hear more. Please, Please continue. continue. We want to hear more.
Please continue. Tommy Lim, I'm so happy to see all of you showing so much interest in this important story. But we'll have to pause here and continue later on. Bye. The good news is, listeners, that we can continue this story right now by listening to a conversation in the third grade classroom of a girls' school. Hello, girls. Welcome back to class. I hope recess was fun. It was great, but we're also excited to continue the story of Yudhva and the Rebbe's Kabbalah's Hanasiyas. Wonderful. Batya, can you go ahead and continue the story for us? Yes, but Mora, which part of the story are we up to? Well, we're up to the part where Hasidim were setting up the Fabrengen, and everyone is anxiously awaiting the Rebbe to enter the 770 Zal. Oh, yes, yes, I'll continue. Go ahead. After the Rebbe visits his mother, Reb Techana, the Rebbe enters the 770 upstairs Zal at 9.45 p.m. Yes, then two Hasidim, Reb Shleima Aaron Kazanovsky and Rabbi Yolis from Philadelphia, walked behind the Rebbe as he entered the 770 Zal. Tell me, Dice, does anyone know what happened next? I know, I know! The Rebbe sat down in his place and Reb Yosef Robinson poured the Rebbe a l'chaim. Correct! Then the Rebbe began with a sicha. Mora, what did the Rebbe speak about during that first sicha? First, the Rebbe spoke about strengthening one's hiskashros by continuing to fulfill the shlichas that the Friedrich Rebbe had already given to his chassidim. The Rebbe cried a number of times during the sicha demonstrated to all the Hasidim of how strong and deep the Rebbe's Hiskashros was to his Rebbe, the Friyadika Rebbe. Come in! Talmidais, the principal is here. Please stand up. Kindelach, you may be seated. Mrs. Rosenstein, I'm so happy you came to our class. Yes, I heard that you're telling your class the story of Yitzvat, Tavshin Yiralev, 1951. Yes. <gasps> Mrs. Rosenstein, can you tell us something that happened during that famous Yitzvat Fabrengen? Sure. In between the Sichais, people said L'chaim and sang Nugunim. The Rebbe spoke directly to some people, as he would often do at Fabrengen's in those years. One of the individuals asked the Rebbe about continuing to carry out a shlichas that the Friedrich Rebbe had given him, and the Rebbe responded with this story. Razel, please press play on the laptop. I have the story ready for you to listen to. Okay, Mora, here goes! Friedrich Rebbe was 15 years old. The Rebbe Rashab, his father, began involving the Friedrich Rebbe in helping with issues and public matters that had an impact on Klal Yisroel. One time, the Rebbe Rashab sent him to an important event with a number of leading Rabbonim. Before leaving, the Rebbe Rashab said to his son, the Friedrich Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchok, since you are still young, I'm sending the Rashbats, your teacher, along with you. He is a klugeyid, a smart Jew. Then the Rebbe Rashab called the Rashbats into his Yechidus room. 
Tarain Kamin. Indeed, you are traveling together with my son. But you should know that the less you mix in, the better things will be. The rabbi told this story at the Fabrengen and finished the story by saying to that individual, The same applies to you as well. The less you mix in your own opinions and just listen to the rabbi, the better off you will be. Thank you for your help, Razel. You can now go back to your seat. Mrs. Rosenstein, I'm not sure I understood that story. Can you explain it a bit more for us, please? Of course. As you've learned, it is important for a year to have Kabbalah's oil to the Abishter and accept and know that everything he does, even if we don't understand, is right and good. The same thing is for a chassid. We accept what the Rebbe says, whether we understand it or not. We shouldn't think, hmm, should I listen? Do I think it makes sense? Whatever the Rebbe tells us, we accept it without questioning it. Thanks for that explanation. So what happened next? The Rebbe then said something which since then has become very famous. Hmm, you know what? Let me give you a summary of what the Rebbe said in English, and then we'll play that clip of the Rebbe saying it. The Rebbe said that because we are in America, we should do what people in this country do, and start with something called a mission statement, which will catch the attention of those listening. The Rebbe said this statement. There are three loves. Ahavas Hashem, Ahavas Hatayra, and Ahavas Yisroel. All three of these are connected to each other, and a person cannot have one without the others, because it's all part of one essence. Mrs. Rosenstein, thank you so, so much for sharing all that with us. Tell me, Dice. Now I'm going to play a recording of this for you. Try to listen out and hear the Rebbe say in English the word statement and Ahavas Yisrael. Yes, I heard it. Wow. So is that the mission statement of our generation, Dor Hashvi? We need to love Hashem, the Torah, and our fellow Yidin. Absolutely, Batya. That's exactly it. Look at what the Rebbe taught us throughout all the following years to take our love of Hashem and our love of Torah and let it inspire us to bring other Yidin closer to Yiddishkeit with true Ahavas Yisroel. Mora, how do we have a recording of this from 1951? Hani, that's a great question. No one knew at the time, but the Rebbe's maskir, Reb Moshe Leib Rudstein, had the great schus to record this farbringen, benefiting all of us. 
It's in his merit that the Sichais and that mimer of Basi Lagani are available for us to listen to today. That's amazing! Absolutely! Finally, around 10.40 p.m., right before the Rebbe said the famous mimer Basi Lagani, an elderly chassid, Reb Avram Sender Nemtsov, stood up and said, Actually, girls, let's go back in time to listen into that moment. Rebbe, the Sikhs are good, but the Hasidim are asking to hear a mimer. We want to hear Hasidus. By Rabbi Nemtsev saying this, he was telling the Rebbe that Hasidim want the Rebbe to finally accept the Nisias, which is done by saying a mimer, something that only a Rebbe does. At that moment, the crowd became completely silent as everyone held their breaths to see what happens next. Yanko, did you hear what Rebbe Avram Sender Nemtsov said? Yes! What's the Rebbe gonna do? Oh my, look! The Rebbe is opening the country's bossy Lagani, Tafshinyud of the Friedrich Rebbe, and is looking inside. Listen, the Rebbe is about to say something. I think the Rebbe is about to say a mimer. I can't believe this moment is really happening. Girls, did you hear? At first, when the Hasidim realized that the Rebbe was starting a mimer and accepting the Nisias, the room was filled with tumult and noise. Then, with joy and emotion, everyone stood up and the room once again almost immediately became completely silent, realizing that finally the Rebbe was accepting the Nisias. Okay, girls, we will pause here for today. Now take out your chumashim. As the girls begin their chumash lesson, let's travel back to the fifth grade class as the Rebbe and Mayor Zaidi are now ready to continue the story for us. Okay, boys. Settle down in your places. I hope you all enjoyed your lunch. So... Where are we holding in the story? We were up to the part when the Hasidim realized that the Rebbe was saying a mimer. Right. Thank you, Shlomi. At that moment, the Hasidim stood up and prepared themselves to hear the first mimer from the Rebbe. Rebbe, why did everyone stand up? Great question, Bensi. That's because when a Rebbe says a mimer, something big is happening in Shemayim. The Rebbe said about a mimer that it's Shechina Medaberis Mitoch Greinoy. Hashem Himself is talking through the Moshe of our generation, the Rebbe. For such a special and important moment, Hasidim stand. Have you ever seen that in a video of the Rebbe? Yes, I have. And thanks for explaining that. My pleasure.
Now let's go back in time to hear what happened next. Can you hear how emotional the Rebbe is in this recording I'm about to play? Shmuley, I can't believe what we just witnessed. During the first part of the mimer, as he spoke about the seventh one being special. That's us! Rebbe, sorry to disturb. I just don't understand something. What is it? What does it really mean that Kal Hashvin Chavivin, and what does it have to do with us? Great question, Mayor. Thanks for bringing that up. Kal Hashvin Chavivin means that all sevenths are loved. Think about it. Shabbos is the seventh day of the week. Shmita is the seventh year, and there are many other examples. In that Maima of Basilegami we just heard, the Rebbe spoke about how Meishar Rabbeinu was the seventh tzaddik after Avram Avinu. Avram was the one who started to bring Hashem's presence to be felt in this world by spreading godliness. But Meishar Rabbeinu, who was special because he was the seventh, was chosen to be the one who actually brought down the Shekhinah into this world. The Rebbe told us with great emotion that we are also the Deir Hashvi, the chosen and loved seventh generation from the Alter Rebbe. The seventh generation is special, not because of some great accomplishment or talent, but just because we are the seventh, and we are the ones who will bring the Shekhinah back into this world as well. Do you understand now? Yes, thanks a lot. Okay, now let's go back to that Fabrengen. This is absolutely amazing. Oh, look, Rabbi Nemtsev just jumped up and is about to say something again. Hashem has helped us that we have a Rebbe. Say after me. Oh, look, the Rebbe is instructing us all to sing the Beinamin again. Then the Rebbe asked that the Rastava Megan be sung. The Rebbe then said the second part of the mimer. When completed, the Rebbe once again instructed Hasidim to say Lachayim. Then the Rebbe requested them to sing a few more nigunim. The Rebbe wanted Hasidim to sing a nigun from each one of the Rebbeim. The third part of the Mimer, the Rebbe told stories of Avas Yisroel from each one of the Rebbeim. Oh yes, 
My Tati told me those stories last night. It's amazing to hear how much I was to show each Rebbe had. Rebbe? Yes? What did the Rebbe say at the end of the Mimer? The Rebbe spoke about the pain that the Friedrich Rebbe suffered on behalf of Kalal Yisrael and how much Mesiras Nefesh she had for each and every Yid. The Rebbe finished with a heartfelt feeling that the Friedrich Rebbe should be reunited with us and he should take us out of the spiritual and physical goals speedily. Rebbe, it sounds so, so special. It must have been such a powerful moment to be there when the Rebbe took on the Nasius. Yes, for sure. Yes, 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 for sure. Yes, for sure. But I had a question. I'm listening. I understand that the event was a really important and special one, but I don't really understand what makes the words that the Rebbe said on that night so different and unique. Ah, great questions. What a wonderful and important point to discuss as we finish up our class speaking about the famous Yudshvat Tovshin Yudal of 1951. Like I mentioned earlier, the Rebbe explained to us that we are the seventh generation, which means that we have a special task, a special Aveda mission that is expected of us in this generation. Meshe Rabbeinu brought down to this world the revealed part of Torah. And we, this generation, are the ones who are bringing down the Pnimius Torah with Hasidus. We will actually be the ones to complete the final steps and bring Mashiach into this world. The Rebbe was telling us that we are living in the most amazing time of history. Everything that began with the creation of the world and then later at Matan Torah will now be completed through us. What an amazing schus and achrayis, merit and responsibility we have! Wow, I never thought of it that way. This is a huge responsibility on our shoulders. It sure is. Now, Kindalach, I want you to realize that we are very used to hearing this. But when the Rebbe said this in Tafshin Yudalaf, it was a completely new idea. Wow, we are so lucky! Adam HaRishain, Avram Avinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, all the Rabbeim and every generation of Klal Yisrael are watching and waiting for us to finish this Aveda. We are going to be the ones to make it happen! Yes, yes, for yes, sure! Yes, yes, for sure! You know, Moshe, that was very powerful. You said it so clearly and with such chayis. I want to add another important point that the Rebbe taught us and that is the power of the Jewish children, you the Kindalach. Never before did we see such attention and importance given to the Aveda of children. Yet the Rebbe time and again empowered you to do this work. Yes, I see the many rallies, parades and special moments where the Rebbe paid so much attention to the children. Did the Rebbe explain why the children have such a special part of this Aveda? Of course. The Rebbe explained many times that children are innocent and pure without all the worries that adults have. You can serve Hashem properly at all times and Hashem loves children so much. 
That makes me very excited and also very focused on the Aveda that we have to do. Yes, yes. Exactly, Ashrenu. Definitely. Now, should we get back to the story? Yes, 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 sure. yes, yes for sure. Rabbi, we want to hear more. Please continue. Wow, okay. Let's continue with the events that took place the rest of the night. After having delivered the Maimad, the Rebbe spoke about the fact that Hasidim have a new Rebbe, saying, Don't think that you can now rely on one person to do the Avoida for you, and you can all go and have a good time. That's not the way it works in Chabad. Each and every person has to do their Avoida on their own. Of course, a Rebbe can help, but the main part of the responsibility is placed on each and every one of you. Then, after requesting a few more Nigunim, the Rebbe shared what he heard from the Friedrich Rebbe, which is that when the Rebbe Rashab spoke to him about taking over his Nesius, the Friedrich Rebbe asked that it should be Bechesed of Rachamim that his Nesius should go about in a good, kindly, compassionate manner. Does that mean that the Rebbe was asking that the years of his Nesius should be good? Yes, exactly. Oh, Talmidim, I just realized we only have a few more minutes until the bell rings, and I really want to finish up this story today. Kinderlach, Rabiel Khan was lucky to be there. I remember hearing him say that as the Rebbe walked out of the Fabrengen at 12.25 in the morning, Reb Shleima Aaron Kazanovsky stood there next to the door and wished the Rebbe Mazeltov. And the Rebbe smiled. You can imagine the simcha that Hasidim had. Hasidim sang, danced, and chazed the Maimer until 6.30 in the morning, and did so for many days after as well. In summary, this day of Yudshvat, Tovshin Yud Aleph, changed our generation's lives forever. We were no longer living in ordinary times. We are now all on a direct mission to end the Golos and bring Mashiach. It's up to us to do it, to finish off the last few steps until we can finally greet Mashiach and bring the Geula, the redemption, to the whole world, being reunited with the Rebbe, and he will take us out of Golos in Heide the Yemenu Mamish. Thank you for listening to The Hair for Kids. Make sure to tell your friends about us and stay tuned for another fascinating episode at thehair.org forward slash kids.